Welcome to the Everyday is a New Day podcast and live show. The inspirational show about moving forward and choosing to be more of you. Transmuting the self-doubt and stepping into courageously aligned confidence in who you uniquely are. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm a twice-certified transformational confidence coach, Reiki master, best-selling author, and former crime analyst who now helps empathic, heart-centered individuals shatter the noise of self-doubt, find clarity on what self-love really looks like, and the courage to be peacefully grounded in who you've always known you are from the inside out. Join me for the live shows on Facebook and YouTube and visit KimO'NeillCoaching.com for more info. Let's get to it. All right, let's get to it. Oh, welcome to today's show. My name is Kim O'Neill, and it is so good to be back here with you today. We have another inspiring guest. I'm so excited, so excited to share with you his story and learn more about him myself. We're, we're in for a great conversation today. But as we have been doing with this season, I want you to remember that this is your moment. In every moment, you have a choice to be more aligned with who you are, to stand in your power. And one of the greatest ways we can do that is to shake off yesterday. So I invite you to join with me right now. We're simply going to shake off the energy of yesterday. Can be two minutes ago, could be five years ago. Whatever that means for you, whatever yesterday means, bring your energy into this present moment so that you can receive most from this conversation. <sighs> Take a deep breath, center yourself, and I want to share with you a quote I have from Michael Phelps that aligns with today's conversation. You can't put a limit on anything. The more you dream, the farther you get. And that is, of course, Olympic athlete Michael Phelps. We are going to be talking today with Aaron Golub. He is a legally blind football, football star. And I want to share with you a little bit more about him before I bring him up on screen. In 2014, Aaron Golub became the first legally blind athlete to play football in a Division I game when he was at Tulane University. Today, Aaron is an entrepreneur and inspirational speaker. He's been featured in eight TEDx talks, as well as on Good Morning America, ESPN, in Sports Illustrated, and the New York Times, among many others. And he wants people to know that he, he's worked extremely hard to get to where he is today. Aaron chooses to not let his limited vision get in the way of his success and wants to show others that anything is achievable with hard work and tuning out the judgment of others. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and bring Aaron up on screen. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to, excited to have this conversation. I'm excited to have it too, Erin. You are a huge inspiration. I love, I love just a little bit that I've learned about you so far. And with that, I would love if you'd share with everyone more about your story and, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So, you know, like you had mentioned, I was born legally blind, no vision in my right eye, <clears throat> extremely limited in my left, started to play football in seventh grade. By my sophomore year of high school, I was a third string junior varsity athlete, realized that I wanted to play at the highest level I could, but was nowhere near that right where I was. And so I found a position long snapping and realized, what can I do to get there? And for me, it was wake up at 5 a.m. every day, go practice long snapping, go to school, go to practice, lift weights, you know, try and get in front of every single college that I could, you know, try and get that opportunity. Eventually got a shot to play at Tulane, 
you know, played uh, and became the first legally blind Division One athlete to play in the game. Was named a team captain in my senior year. Went on to become an NFL free agent, and now I'm an entrepreneur and a speaker. <laughs> okay, and, and so, and I love how you just rattle that off as as you know, it's it, it's it's just your story, and I love that. So, okay, where do I want to go from there, Aaron? You know, I can see a lot of other people who may be faced with similar challenges. They wouldn't even let going to college and playing football college cross their mind or or be considered as a possibility for them if they also knew that they were you know were legally blind or had some other um, some other challenge some other adversity in their life. What 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 led you to not let that kind of thinking get in the way? The desire that I wanted to do the things that I wanted to do, I think a lot of people focus on external motivators and focus on the challenges that they have. They focus on the adversities that they face. They focus on others' opinions. They focus on others' judgments, whether people say or, or do because of them. And none of that matters. You know, if you want to create success in your life, whether it's in sports, business, you know, your social life, any, any area, it's what is that internal motivation and why are you doing something? And everything I do. And back then it was, I wanted to play football and I wanted to accomplish my goals because I wanted to do them for me. And that's what pushed me every day because I was striving to get a little better each and every day. I love that. Well, okay. So I watched another interview that you did where you mentioned how your confidence has helped you. And of course, I think we can all agree with that, but was there ever a time when you weren't so confident in whether it be your ability to play football or just anything? Was there ever a time when your confidence wasn't as strong as it is today? Yeah. I mean, growing up, I was not the most confident kid. I was picked last for every sport out there. I just, I, I struggled in a lot of different ways. And I think that's just something that develops over time. You know, as I got better at football, as I learned and, and grew up through that, it really developed and, and was able to shape who I am. Did you ever have anyone in your life say, what are you thinking? You can't play football. I think a lot of people thought it was ridiculous. A lot of people told me that I shouldn't do it or I couldn't do it or, or, you know, had their own judgments or beliefs about it, but it's about doing what you want and what you think, because at the end of the day, your opinion is the only one that matters. So many people rely on other people's opinions to shape their life. And if you want something, then trust your own opinion. And self-trust is something we tend to talk a lot about here. I did an interview just a little bit earlier today with someone, we were talking about the value of self-trust. And I, I want to know a little bit more about your, your support system. Um, you know, do you have a lot of people in your life who, who also advocate for you listening and trusting to yourself and doing what you want and things like that? You know, I mean, growing up, my parents were very supportive. They were very helpful. They would never push me to do anything, but if I wanted to you know, go practice tomorrow morning at school at 5am, they would drive me and, and take me there to do that because they knew that I was willing to put in the time and the effort. And so they were willing to support me, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, friends and coaches that I've developed over the years have been super supportive of what I've wanted to do. But to be honest, when you're trying to do something ridiculous, when you're trying to do something that's hard, you know, most people don't support you. And if that's yeah. the case, then that means you're doing the right thing. Like I, I, I never want someone to look at what I'm doing and say, oh, that's totally possible. Oh, you're doing the right thing. Like if everyone thinks that what I'm doing is absolutely nuts, then I'm doing the right thing. Because, you know, back then I, my goal was to play at the highest level I could. Now it's like, I don't want to, you know, create a small business. Like I want to create an eight, nine, 10 figure business. Like that's my goal. And that sounds absurd to most people. And that's how I know I'm on the right track. 
Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So when it comes to tuning out the judgment of others, um, do you have any tips or any other, any other advice for people to support them in that? Right. Cause it's, it's one thing to say, well, trust yourself, just do it. Right. And it may not be so easy for some people, even though it's, it sounds right. And we know that that's the way to go. Do, do you have any, any other tips or insight for a person to tune out the judgment of others? Yeah. I mean, first off, if you're not willing to take advice from someone, why would you take criticism from them? Like there, there's a handful of people in the world that, I'm willing to take advice and criticism from 99% of people out there. Like I genuinely don't care what you say or think about me. It does not matter at all. There are a handful of people who are more successful than me or better than me at what I'm trying to do in all areas. And I'm not just saying business, I'm saying fitness, relationships, uh, spirituality, things like that, that, you know, I trust and I'll take advice or criticism from, but I like genuinely, if someone, and <clears throat> it's something that like Gary Vee talks about a lot. If someone comments on like a post I have online and like says something like, I genuinely feel sorry for them. Like the fact that you're taking time out of your day to be an asshole, like what, like there's something <laughs> going wrong in your own life. Like it, it just doesn't affect me. And I think that people need to realize that and understand that. Like when, when someone has a judgment or a criticism about you have gratitude for them because you need to empathize with them and understand like there is something going wrong with them in their life to take time out of the, their day to say that to you. Like not only would I not want to do that, but even if I wanted to, you know, be rude or, or, or judge someone, like I genuinely don't have the time to do that. That's not my focus. And so when you see someone who is focused on that, like I just feel bad, like be empathetic there. That is such a great response. And it really brings to mind, um, you know, in a previous conversation I was having with someone, we were talking about the difference of uh, operating from a head up space. So being very much in your head versus a uh, neck down space and, you know, being more connected to your gut, to your heart. Um, what comes up for you when I say that? I've never heard that term before. So um... that, that's awesome. And I, I love that. So that even more, I would love to hear what thoughts you have on that. Are, are you referring to like trusting your gut and trusting your own intuition instead of getting inside of your own thoughts and, and feelings? That could be one way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I, what I hear with you is I hear that you are, um, you're very connected to your heart. You're very connected to yourself. Um, when I hear such strength in that it's, it is going to be harder for other people, other negative thoughts, other beliefs to get in the way of such a powerful connection to what resonates yeah. for Aaron. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I was going. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So Aaron, with that, I just want to say thank you so much for, for, <laughs> modeling for people what that looks like too that that conviction and that strength um of doing what resonates for you and so i guess with that i then want to lead into some of the stuff that you're doing today you're an entrepreneur today and i love that you said you know you don't want to just create a small business you want to create this eight nine figure business will you share with everyone a little bit more you know what what is your business and you know what what leads you to be so passionate about that what are what are you doing today yeah yeah so i i know this is um sort of on the spot and and i'm actually very happy that we're not doing this you know technically live today because um you had said this probably won't come out for another few weeks or so correct yeah okay so well perfect i can be 100 percent open and honest then here so 
essentially, as of today, when we're recording this, I've worked in the financial industry as well as been a speaker for the past several years. And you know, grown my speaking business. That's been awesome. Traveling around, you know, speaking at companies, sports teams, events, conferences all over. And what I'm doing is changing within the next three weeks, essentially. I'm still going to be speaking, but I'm leaving the financial industry. And if this was live, I wouldn't be saying this <laughs> in case someone heard. However, I got partnered up with some people recently and we are, they essentially do branding and e-commerce for professional athletes, for executives, for celebrities. And I've done, my team and I have done a really good job of mastering lead generation and cold outreach. And how do I use wow. that to get myself booked and paid to speak on stages? And so we are partnering up with them and essentially creating a company where we are doing that for myself, but for all of these professional athletes, for all of these celebrities, for all of these Fortune 500 executives that we are working with. And so we are putting them in events, putting them in conferences, putting them at sports teams to go speak all over at different companies and the nice thing about that is then I don't need to fly all around the country to get paid. And, and yes, I'll still fly around and, and do speeches, but every time we set that up, I'm getting commission for, I'm getting paid out from it because it's my company. We're also setting up different types of workshops with all these people. We're setting up uh, events in the future from all of this and, and our own types of conferences. And it's, you know, a really exciting time that, that things are launching in the next couple of weeks here officially, even though we've been doing it over the past, few months, just not at the scale that we are going to be doing it. I hear a lot of up-leveling. You're really taking what you have already um, mastered, of course, and learned and being able to help others with that. And and it's so good when there are people in the world sharing those kinds of things, because it's not as easy for everyone else. Um, and Aaron, I'll certainly work with you on the best date to be able to share. This <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, I want to, I want to go back to your, your, your blindness a little bit. And, yeah. um, and I know you don't have it with you, but, uh, I did see another interview where you actually, at one point were given some goggles by a doctor of yours yeah. to help people understand what your vision, you know, looks like. And, um, would you like to just, ex would you just explain yeah. a little bit more yeah. about that? So my right eye is completely blind, no vision at all. My left eye, there's a small hole that's maybe like the size of half of a dime or something that I see through. And through that hole, my vision is about, I think like 22 or 2300 or, or something along those lines. So what yeah. someone, you know, who has 20, 20 vision sees at maybe 300 feet away, I would see at, you know, 20 or 30 feet away. And, you know, that's my field of vision in my left eye. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so, okay, I'm, I'm going to go back to football now because it, just thinking about you being on a big field, tons of other people, uh, you know, there's obviously the potential for being, you know, rammed into and knocked to the ground. And of course you've got all the equipment on, but if you can't see as much as other people can see, I mean, how, so how did you do it? <laughs> you know, the position I was in, it was about muscle memory. It was about how can I be the best long snapper that I could be and, and get the football exactly where it had to go on the punter and on the holder. After that, it was about blocking and, you know, getting to where I had to go. But, you know, I think the, the thing that really helped me along is first off, I had great teammates, but, you know, I did whatever I could on the field, off the field, in the weight room to be able to compete with everyone around me. And that was lift with the strongest guys on the team, try and run with the fastest guys on the team, get, do whatever I could to be in the best shape possible. So I could 
compete. You know, I want to hit the person in front of me as hard as I can and, and get them out of the way. And that was my goal after I snapped the ball and, and do whatever I could to genuinely compete and make up for my lack of vision. I love it. So I, I'm almost stumped here because it's just, it's really, it's really inspiring. It's I, what I hear is you, you didn't. Okay. They say when you want a new job, dress for the job you, you want, right? Don't just for the job you have dress for the job that you want. You, you didn't train at the, you know, what some might say the level that you're at, you trained for where you wanted to be. You trained for what it is you wanted to do. And therefore, lo and behold, you got to do it. And so that's what that's bringing up for me is clearly there were certain limiting beliefs that you did not have. And I'm just wondering, are there ever any other situations in your life where you notice you have limiting beliefs and you have to work through those? You know, not, not really. I mean, I, I've, I've been in the world of, you know, uh, building confidence, spirituality, personal development for a long time. So personally, not really. I don't, I don't have many limiting beliefs at this point. But I think one of the things I'm really good at is understanding what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. Because you could call them limiting beliefs or you could call them understanding yourself. And, you know, I think I'm good at 1% of the things out there that I do. And I'm terrible at 99% of them. And, you know, what you have to do is put the right people in the right places in your business, in your company, on your team who can make up for that. Like I, 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 I don't, I'm not good at so many things. I'm, I'm not good at running ads. I'm not good at, at you know, a, a lot of stuff, you know, video editing, all of, all of the stuff that I have other people, you know, around me do for so many things. And I understand that. And that's not a limiting belief. That's, I'm not good at this. It's going to take me, you know, 50 hours to figure out how to do it or i can have someone else do it who's great at it it's you know that's that's my thought pattern there that's awesome because ultimately what i hear is you're completely eradicating space for limiting beliefs to even live and take up energy wow okay so with all this to me pretty much you know, my belief is that anybody who's being who they are in the world, of course, believing in themselves, allowing themselves to shine their light, that kind of thing, that is leadership. And I'd love to ask you, what is your perspective on leadership? Leadership is someone who, you know, shows up every day and helps push the people around them to create success and to do better. Like so many people have this idea that because you're the star quarterback or star athlete, you're a leader, or because you are the manager at your company or the CEO, you're a leader. And that couldn't be further from the truth. I've met so many CEOs, managers, vice presidents that are absolutely incompetent and cannot lead. I've met so many associates that are great leaders. Your title and who you are does not define who you are, or your leadership skills. It's how do you show up each and every day for yourself and most importantly for the people around you to push them to be better. <laughs> okay. So Aaron, okay. I'm, you, okay. You're you're, you're so aligned. You're so aligned with your message, which of course is ideal for a speaker. So good job, but you're so <laughs> aligned. I, I'm, I, it's like, I'm starting to lose track of my own questions. That's okay. Uh, when it, let me just ask you about overcoming obstacles. What yeah. tips would you like to share with others who are seeking to overcome something that might seem impossible? You've already shared a lot, but is there anything else that comes up for you as I 
introduce yeah, it that I way. think I think one big thing, and, and whether it be you know something like a physical task that's challenging, or maybe it's a conversation that's challenging, you know, we get anxiety around these things. We get fearful. We get nervous. We get concerned. And the biggest thing that people need to understand there is like action beats anxiety. And everything that you are scared to do likely won't be that hard once you actually do it. And so, yes. you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. There is a very close uh, family friend of mine who's, you know, been a mentor to me for many, many years. He's helped me out a lot. He's been in the financial industry. He's done extremely, extremely well. You know, he wanted me to, you know, learn the business, build up a very big book of business, and then go essentially work at his firm and, and you know, be pretty high up and stuff. But I recently told him about, you know, the change, the company and building what I want to do. And it took me a while to tell him because I was genuinely concerned because he cares so much about me and he wanted me to, you know, do that with him and, and you know, continue down that path. But, you know, and that's why it took me so long to tell him because I was getting in my own head. And that genuinely doesn't happen that often for me. But it was just one of those situations where, you know, it did happen. And the second I told him, you know, he asked me some questions. He wanted to make sure, you know, things were legitimate and, and everything. And, you know, he was super happy for me and, and he wanted the best for me. And all he wants is to see me succeed. And like, that's, that's all I could have, you know, asked for. And I think that in everything in life, you know, like I mentioned in, in tasks, in conversations, whatever it is, we create that anxiety. And if you just take the action and, and do it right now, it will not be that hard. Yeah, that's a really good point because that the longer that we sit with something that we're worried about or fearful about, we generate more of that energy. And yep. then then we generate more likelihood that that could be an outcome, but maybe it never need it was going to be. You know, yep. it doesn't have to be. So, yeah, that's a great point. Aaron, so one thing I'm asking uh, many of my guests this year is what they do for fun. What are some creative things that they do? Because I think that this really, this to me, creativity and fun really factors into your heart, being aligned with what you do, loving what you do, feeling confident and all of that. And so I know when I posed this question to you and you were preparing for the show, you know, you mentioned that entrepreneurship comes up for you when I mentioned creativity. <laughs> And I would love to know more about how you connect entrepreneurship and creativity. <laughs> it's it's what's fun for you. What is your passion? Like I genuinely enjoy how do I create businesses? How do I create, you know, wealth? How do I, you know, lead my team and, and build things out of it? Like it's fun for me. You know, when I say that to my girlfriend, she thinks it's absolutely ridiculous. She wants to go lie on the beach on Saturday. And, you know, I, I like that too, because I love hanging out with her and, 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 and I want to go to the beach and I enjoy that type of stuff. And I love traveling and all of that. And, and, you know, one of my biggest hobbies is I love lifting weights and I do that every morning, but you know, it's th that saying of like, if you love what you do, you don't work, you know, day yeah. in your life, like as corny as that is, like, I genuinely like building businesses. I genuinely like entrepreneurship. Like it's fun for me. It's a game. And it's because like, I see it as like, how can I win? And how can I build wealth for myself and for my team? How can I create more impact for you know myself, my team, and everyone that we're touching? How can I leave a legacy? And it's, it's literally just a game for me. It's the same as playing football. It's how can I do better today? How can I create more success? How can I win? Like it's, and when you think of it as a game, it becomes fun. 
I totally agree with that. I Yes, there was a time actually when podcasting, this was back in 2015, was like a huge stressor for me. And I said, Kim, what? then why are you doing this? If this is, if if the, the fun is being sucked out of it. And I, I had to ask myself, I said, what would make this more fun? And all of a sudden I started getting ideas and I started implementing them and everything shifted and I began, you know, came to love it more. So I completely yeah. agree with that. Um, and, and personally, I love that you added I love that your answer to creativity and what's fun for you is entrepreneurship. Because um, I don't think everyone has that same answer. So I, I love that. Thank you. And, for and, that. and going on that, like, I think in this day and age, like, entrepreneurship and the word entrepreneur is like glorified. Like, everyone thinks they want to be an entrepreneur. Everyone thinks they are. Like, no, 99% of you listening to this should be at your nine to five. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's literally nothing wrong with that. And I think people, don't understand that like like it's it's okay to have a nine-to-five job it's what most people should have because being an entrepreneur involves taking on a lot of risk that most people yes. aren't comfortable with it involves stressful hours it involves really late nights it involves you know so much that most people can't handle and i enjoy that and i thrive within that but like you don't need to love that you you can be happy at your typical job it just wasn't for me I seriously feel like that could be a whole other conversation that we have. And I just love that you say that. I, I want to just invite anybody who feels so much relief in hearing Aaron say that, take a deep breath. Like you just gave everyone so much permission to say, you know what? Yeah, I okay, I don't have to do that. If it doesn't really resonate for you, you don't have to do that. And I um Mm, I, I love that. So Aaron, we are nearing the end of today's conversation and I want to just uh, tell everyone that they can go to connect with you more at your website, AaronGollub.com. And I apologize. Am I, am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Golub. Okay, good. Okay. So AaronGollub.com, A-A-R-O-N-G-O-L-U-B.com. And is there anything you'd like to share with people? Um, about, uh, you know, about how they can connect with you and, and, you know, anything beyond today's conversation you'd like to add? Yeah, first off, you know, shoot me a message on social media. My email is Aaron at AaronGolub.com. If you reach out to me for any reason, like happy to help however I can. I can't promise I'll respond in 24 hours, but I can promise that I will respond. So. Awesome. And Aaron, I will just say, Thank you for being in the flow with this conversation. You exude, you really do, such a powerful, strong sense of self and confidence. And I think it is a, um, it's, you're clearly a role, role model for a lot of people who maybe don't have that. And I just found like it was challenging to come up with questions for you because you're already <laughs> right there. So this was this anyway, it was, it was fun. And I appreciate you flowing with me in today's conversation. Yeah, so thank of course. You. Thank you so much for having me. <sighs> okay. Well, Aaron, I, so we are about to close out today's conversation. I so appreciate you being here today. And um, if you wouldn't mind just hanging out in the lobby, I'm going to go ahead and just drop you back down in there while I close out the show. Okay. Wonderful. I'll see you in a moment again. And oh my goodness to, to you out there listening or watching today's conversation. I, I want to remind you that this is a gift for you. This moment is a gift for you. And so take a moment to self-reflect and just tune in to what came up for you as you were hearing Aaron share his experiences, his insights, his conviction 
in, in doing what you love and doing what resonates for you, what is your truth, right? And pushing yourself to that next level. And I don't really like the word push, so we could use a different word there. So allowing yourself to embrace those bigger dreams, those bigger goals, the thinking and aligning with the impossible, right? Putting your, allowing yourself to be in those spaces with other people who inspire you, who are doing what you do, what you love, considering those possibilities. Are you allowing yourself to do those things, to have those thoughts and those beliefs? And if not, this is an excellent opportunity to go, wow, wow. Yeah, there might be some some room there for me to shift certain beliefs, right? How about not even holding space, not even allowing there to be room for limiting beliefs? I loved Aaron's answers. Oh my goodness. I love it, love it, love it. So just food for thought. And I'm a big fan of journaling. So if there's anything that's showing up for you here and you're like, I'm not really sure what else I think about that, start to journal on it. Just say, you know what? I heard this amazing conversation today with Aaron Golub, and it brought up this thought for me. It brought up this thought, you know, this other belief. And what about this? And just start to, to shift your way through it so that you can gain that deeper clarity about what's really true and aligned for you. Because everything is possible. Every day truly is a new day. And um, I love sharing stories like Aaron because they really highlight for us the truth of that statement. You are amazing. Know that, own that, love that, trust that. And I want to remind you that every day is a new day. Wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow. If you'd like to learn more about the Every Day is a New Day show or my coaching, my custom guided meditation services, you can certainly go to kimoneilcoaching.com. That's K-I-M-O-N-E-I-L-L coaching.com. And know that you are amazing. Have an amazing day, everybody. Sending so much love and a virtual hug to everyone. And again, a big thank you to Aaron. Aaron, definitely check him out at aarongolub.com. Have an amazing day. I'll see you all again soon. Bye.